Episode of the Classic Pinball Podcast. My name is George. I'm joined by my co-host Dave, the guy who crossed a duck with mistletoe and got a Christmas quacker. Doctor Dave. Hello, Dave. Hello, George. Well, I could do the classic ho ho ho. Really quacks me up what you just said there. <laughs> oh, gee. Oh. Is that painful? That's as painful what you just said. <laughs> oh. oh. Oh, I didn't see that one coming. I am just... Okay. We're going to get right into it, folks. Dave has a $6 million man that he's working on for a customer. First question I have is, is this the $6 million man with the overfusing? Not that I'm aware of, George. And what is this overfusing you're, you're referring to? Wasn't it... The six million dollar man that you said to me, guess the fuse value, and oh yeah, no, that was a different customer with six million dollar man. This oh, so this is a different one. different one. Oh yeah. Oh, that's yeah. That's... I've been coming to a lot of these lately. I six million dollar with... men. Yeah, because what? Well, actually, they're men. That's right. Six million dollar men. What? Because three customers, three different customers. What happens typically? All of a sudden, just how this realm works is all of a sudden they'll it'll send me like. All the same title or all the same generation of game at once, and then that goes away. Then a different thing comes in. So right now I'm getting a, a deluge of $6 million men for some reason. Well, it's weird. Even more important, we have not done a Bally game since April. Yeah, we're due. Well, we did. <laughs> I mean, if you count El Snora. El Snora. Well, it is Bally game. And That's actually, true. people listen to that where I thought it was going to be a real clunker. It's not. I mean, given what we had to work with, it's really not all that bad. Yeah, we made it, uh, we, we polished a turd, George. <laughs> yeah, I guess. It can be done, Spongebob. It left some bull. It left some bull behind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So today, as you figured out, we're going to do $6 million man, 1978, designed by Jim Patla. And believe it or not, 
The El Snoro we just talked about, El Toro, was designed by Jim Patla. Yeah, he's done a lot. He, well, I took some highlights. Also recently, we talked about the Fiberglass Kiss. He did that game. Mm-hmm. He also did Centaur, Playboy, Matahari. Quite a few. I mean, there's a lot more than that. But he's done quite a few Bally games back in the day. And he signed his name on the back class, too, a lot of times. Okay. Um, this kind of falls in line with uh, the strategy by Bally in the uh, late 70s going with known, uh, I guess, IPs. You had Elton John, Evil Knievel, which we've done. Dolly Parton. Hey, somebody in uh, New England who's got a Dolly Parton wants to have us over. We'd love to go do a, a show. Uh, Bobby Orr, which we've done before. And Harlem Globetrotters still our number one podcast. Is that incredible? It is incredible. It, it's, it shows and you it's, how... And by a long shot, too. I mean, it's not even tight. And it's weird because that game a couple years back, maybe 10, 15 years ago, didn't garner a lot of... Uh, you know, maybe get 150 bucks for that game. No one really cared for that game that much. It's becoming more and more popular as years go on because it has a lot of good features in that game. It's it's a uh, the regular size version of like a Paragon. Played mine several times this week. It's a lot of fun. Let's uh, let's get into uh, the layout of this game. Uh, definitely unique, I think, for a Bally game. You could probably uh, talk a little bit more to that. The top of the Playfield has a saucer with two lanes that are probably what on an angle of thirty degrees. Yeah. So, right. and they're important in this game. You've got uh, three uh, bumpers, I believe. You've got two spinners, which is great. You've got a five bank drop target assembly, and you have, I believe, we talked about this briefly in one of our previous episodes. Those small rectangular targets on the left-hand side. You can, I've never seen them for sale anywhere, and I think I told you that I bought the $6 million play field because I needed one. Yeah. And I needed one not for a $6 million man. I needed it for Kings of Steel. Do you know of any other games? Because that's the center target on Kings of Steel. So you can imagine that would get whacked a million oh, times yeah. and that it would be broken. It's that big? It's a big square thing in Kings of Steel? Oh, it's about uh, an inch and a half, two inches across. Just it's like, not your standard round target. Right. But it's the same as $6 million because it's a big square thing. Same exact target. I know the other game. Do you that, know any other games from Bally that had that target in it? I know Stern Nineball has that target in it. Has one target right. like that. Um, otherwise, no. None of my other games have it. I couldn't really think of. No, I don't know. Kind of weird, right? Kind of like, why would they do that for? I don't. Yeah. Yeah. Take up more space, maybe. Well, that's that's it. Yeah. That's exactly it. Yeah. But it's, you know, why wouldn't you put five of them there and just just three? Because you need fifty thousand is the number they wanted. So there's three. So there. why couldn't it be all five five zero 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 instead of using the two lanes up top? Well, what do you use the two lanes up top for then? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're kind of getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so it's so that's kind of the general layout of the game. Um, I went out and watched a couple of videos. Uh, I'm excited to play yours. It's been a while. I don't recall seeing one of these even at a show recently. Yeah. It's been a long time since I played one. Yeah, they're usually not around that much. Yeah, I remember playing this at a at a pizza place years ago. They had this at Evil. Well, Knievel. I played it too back in the day. Yeah, but, but now since no. then, and no the shows. unique thing, which everybody probably already knows, it's got six targets. No displays. So, 
What did I say? Target. <laughs> Target. Six displays. Sorry. And I was thinking ahead of myself. I know you don't want to talk about this. I wasn't going to talk about this because everybody else is talking about this. Okay. You know what I'm going to talk about, right? James Bond? What? Scooby-Doo? Oh, that one. Oh, the latest thing. So wait, so wait. With the mystery So, so don't, don't trash <laughs> on it yet. I thought this was creative. So we talked about six displays on Six yeah. Million Dollar Man. They're going to have five displays. Okay. Oh, for the five characters. Go to the head of the class. Here's the really weird thing about that game. And it should appeal to you. I'm definitely interested in playing it. It's a wide body. So we haven't seen a wide body in the pinball world, I guess, since Wizard of Oz. Well, no, Jersey, Guns Jersey Ru- Jack's always is wide body. It's all they do. Oh, okay. Everything they do is so, wide body. So you know better than I. Um, so new wide body from Spooky. Mm. But instead of the plunger being all the way to the right, yeah. they offset it from the right more towards the center. So it plays more like a standard pinball. Now you got to ask yourself, okay? So think of a standard yeah. pinball, uh-huh. overlay it on a wide body, right. and that's where the plunger is going to be. Okay. Now you've got that space to the right of another two inches, yeah, sure. maybe? Yeah. Guess what they're putting there? I no idea. I called it the Peter meter, but it's called the bravery meter. Something to do risk reward in this new game. Do I get to use my phone to QR code to I, do I it? I don't. I don't know. I really like that. And then they've got, I think they've got, when you get to the bravest moment or something, Scooby-Doo pops up out of the play field in a garbage can or something. It's kind of weird. Like Oscar the Grouch. That's what it kind of looked like. Yeah, but I, I, I haven't really seen much of the game. It's kind of, the things that struck me were, it's a wide body, but it's not a wide body. It's got that weird cockamamie meter thing that I just talked about. And it's a wide body. With lots of ramps and crap. Well, I don't care about it. And a a van. They wanted to do a turtle's van, but they didn't want to do a turtle's van with the balls coming out of it like that. They didn't want to copy it. So they just did a van there that doesn't have any balls coming out of it. That's what I heard. I did a little research, George. So you were mildly interested. Yeah, I just I said, you know, it came up my YouTube feed. It's like, all right, I'll I'll bite. I'll I'll take a little brief review and see what this guy's gonna say about it. So he went over the whole thing and said, Okay, you know, I'll 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 play it once. Try it at some point. Probably next season when mm-hmm. we go to a pinball shop. Mm-hmm. Do you wanna talk about gameplay here or do you wanna wait until we uh, go down in the basement? Uh, we can we can wait. Is there anything you want to talk about the game before I move into some other topic areas? Yeah, so let's talk a little bit about the history of this game. I, I uh... oh, we didn't first. I'm going to stop yeah. you. Sorry. Yeah. And I got to stop doing that. You don't understand why. Trying. It's hard. It was over ten thousand units for this game. That's pretty good. Yeah. So you were going to say, and ten thousand for a reason. They had uh, they had some tricks up their sleeve, Bally. They had some they they. Uh, with corporations like this, they want to serve multiple agendas. So, what they did—they have—they uh, wanted to capture the magic of Dave Christensen and, and uh, Greg Mayak uh, again, just like did on um, on game. What the games they do? They did Wizard and some other games. So, Captain Fantastic. So, and Bally was transferring to seven-digit displays at the time. 
so they're they're going to go there. They had they had so many six digit displays in inventory just taking up space, but they had to go to seven digits. So it's like, well, let's make six million dollar man. We'll make it a six player game, and we'll just sell the crap out of it and get rid of all, rid of all these clear displays. out the warehouse. Clear out the warehouse. The production was over ten thousand and would have used up over twenty thousand six digit score displays for player five and six. Valley's first production run with seven digits was nineteen eighty skateball. And uh, that was, was the first one. Yep. And see, I didn't know that. Yeah, seventeen pinball games after six million dollar man. Seventeen pinball machines after six million dollar man. That's amazing. Seventy eight to eighty. 17. That's true. Yeah, seventeen games after. Yep. And this okay. this wow. run, they use the you know the forty four bulbs and the sockets. You know, you kind of twist and turn, put them in there. You know um, those kind of with the brass bayonet base. And they want to try to do. So I gotta interrupt. Yeah. So the game you're working on right now has bayonets in it. Yeah, your typical bayonets from the seventies. Okay. Yep. So brass was starting to, you know, I guess inflation was coming in the seventies, and brass was starting to get expensive, and they try to look at save a penny here, penny there, times millions of sockets. So they tried this first game they tried for a prototype was this game and a couple of prototype units to use the wedge sockets, the five 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 type. But they actually only had a 444. So they tried using that in a test game and worked out really well. And they were electrically identical except for the base. And they ran a pilot run of 100 games with this. And they ordered a whole bunch of stuff, a whole bunch of these, um, you know, 555 type twist and turn things. So you, you, you just push them in and twist and turn. And the edges of the, of the uh, socket of that, the, uh, the people in the factory, they were almost cutting their hands because it was so sharp because they got the really cheapy stuff. So then along the line, GE, General Electric, came up with an alternative bulb, the 555 bulb, claimed it less expensive manufacture, half a penny, but This is sense. when General Electric actually made Made things. bulbs here in right, America, right. American-made. Right. Right? So when the game started coming out, uh, they ordered the cheaper sockets and... He, um, the I think the the man the manufacturer and the manager there, he would uh, let's see what I'm just reading a little more here. Uh, that, that was the razor blade part. Um, oh, they noticed the switched lamps, so the feature lamps were failing rapidly on games in the showroom with the new five fives, five 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 bulbs. Their pulse frequently in a track mode were dying less than a month. Distributors were calling, complaining. Failure rate of five 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 was very high, and they ran a test game with the 555 versus 444, and the 555 were inherently defective. They ran through five or different runs, three or four productions, before they finally corrected the problems. That's why you will see... So how many of these games went out with the 555s versus the 44s? Uh, 44s, but that was just that was just a prototype. Only like 100 games were made. Oh, okay. Yeah, the 555s, that was a standard. But... GE started making these bulbs, the 5.5. It was brand new for this time frame. It was a brand new production, brand new way of manufacturing them. And that's why you will see a different bead color in the 5.5. No, right. some, some of them are green, some of them are blue, blue, some are yellow. Right. They did that on purposely. That bead color designated the batch so we could tell the runs So apart. which ones are the bad ones? Don't know. They don't say that. <laughs> the ones that die quick. Because I got a pile of them, and I always wondered why the colors then were different. Now you know the rest of the story. Okay. And these, this this guy is right up here. I think Alan Alan Reitzman, engineering lab supervisor from Valley from seventy seven eighty three. Uh, I believe he's the one that said, "Yeah, these five 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 bulbs were way better, and the sockets were way better than those those unreliable forty four bulbs and sockets." 
Uh, I beg to differ. 30, 40 years later, the 555s are crap compared to the 40, 44s are a way better bulb and a way better socket because the 555 bulbs and the little contact points and it goes into the, uh, the socket that you twist and turn, they're different metals. You know what happens you put two different metals? They and, fuse together. Nope. And you apply an electric charge to two different metals, you get a reaction. It's like a battery. You start to get corrosion. So they corrode after a time. So they get this little green fuzz on them. The old, the old style didn't really get, was not inherently, didn't get, get the corrosion. They got a little bit of that, but not as bad as the 555s because 555s had a very small surface area. So a little corrosion goes a long way to make that bulb die versus you get a little longer time with a 444, a little corrosion, it can deal with it. So you, a lot of people think that these 555 bulbs are dead. They just don't light them anymore, so they take them and throw them away. When actually, you can actually take them out, take a small file, file off the corrosion, on both sides of the socket and the bulb, put it back in, and you're back up and running again on the 555 bulbs. I'm trying to think while you're telling me all this, how many of my games are 555s, five, five, but... 1980 and, and later. Okay. So Skateball and later. Skateball, Centaur, Paragon? No. Nope, not Paragon. Not Embryon? Uh, Embryon, yeah, Embryon, 81. That would have them. Okay, it's been a while... I, I haven't replaced bulbs in any of these, but, you know, they're not yeah. left on for 90 hours a day. Right. Okay. Interesting. Um, anything else you want to talk about before we go and stand in front of the machine and we can go through the rules? It'll be easier. I've got the cheat sheet in front of me, but I always like being in front of the game. Sure. Uh, let me just take a look at the icon. Because I got a list. I got a whole list of stuff to talk about. Okay, good. Well, I've got some letters. I got all kinds of stuff. The project date was August of 77 and released in October of 78. And uh, abbreviation is SMDM. It's almost like uh, straight down the middle, SDM. Weird. Okay. But, One uh, thing we didn't mention as far as features on this game, hmm. the center post. Yeah. Between to, the flippers. Which is like um, Bobby Earl Power Play. Exactly. But I think that's the only two games that Bally did it, right? Pretty much. Got to be an EM that had it. Probably EM, but they, they only use it in certain... There's not a whole bunch None of None of my other games have it. Yeah. I mean, the only other two that I think with the saves are uh, Medusa and uh, what's the other one with a ball save on it? Um, don't have them in front of me. That's the only one I had. Something about they said a dark green playfield version is serial number. Okay. I don't know what they're talking about. What's up, Doc? What's cooking? What's up, Doc? Oh, you're looking for bugs, bunny bun thing. Duck is gonna hunt thing. Just to get a rabbit skin, but now the rabbit's gonna get. What's up, Doc? What's cooking? Hey, look out! Stop! You're gonna hurt someone with that old shotgun. Hey, what's up, Doc? So, George, this week we had an interesting repair on a 1965 Gottlieb Ice Review. What happened was this customer called left flipper not working and he tried repairing it, tried attempting to do it. He did a little black tape thing on the uh, cabinet switch. So the I looked inside there and yeah, the cabinet switch is actually on these games from the 60s from Gottlieb were actually on the play field, not on the cabinet. There's a little lever there that the cabinet switch hits and makes the uh, that, that, uh, that switch go for the flippers. 
So replace both of those. Those are all nice and new. And then I noticed the flippers themselves needed some work because they were all elongated out. The, flip, the fiber flipper links were all elongated out. Uh, one of them on the levers there had a tie wrap holding it on. The other one had, uh, I think, a mechanic from way back when with a pair of pliers and a blowtorch kind of mechanic. He put a, uh, a long bolt and a screw on there, or a couple screws, and it was all loosey-goosey. It was no good. Really, really weak flipper on that side. So no flipper on the left, weak flipper on the right. So had a bunch of godly parts on me for the fiber flipper link and, and for both sides. So I had that covered. And, of course, the coil sleeves and so forth. The coils were still good. And but I definitely needed something for the right flipper lever as that was missing its little mounting tab. So thinking, well, what did I have on me? Well, I'm going to work on an Elvis game he had too, a Stern Elvis. I had some WPC parts and Stern parts, and I had uh, again I had plunger links on hand for each flipper, but not the levers. So I got to do something with this thing. So I thought about it for a bit, and while I didn't have the Gottlieb part, like I said, I did have all this WPC stuff, and perhaps. I don't know, maybe, perhaps I could MacGyver some sort of solution. You know who MacGyver is, George. That guy from the 80s, the guy who could fix anything with a paper clip and a wad of chewing gum or whatever else he had in his pocket. You know. Yeah, that guy. So the fix was to widen out the Gottlieb plunger link hole to accommodate a WPC metal bushing, secure it all together, just like WPC assembly is with a uh, Allen screw and an acorn nut on there. You know, I think it's a it has a nylon thing in there to make it lock in a, lo a locking nut, and put all that together. It worked perfectly. So customer in game doing fine now. You got a choice right now. All right. Do you want me to read you some mail we got? Yeah. Or, okay. Good. Good. <laughs> let's go. Let's go to the mail, George. We didn't get that far. Let's go okay. to the mailbag. So we received and a mail. Well, you know one of the mails because I sent it to you, um, and that was from our friend Scott regarding uh, his Gorgar flippers. I'm going to read it to you. i got to bring it up, so give me a sec. I heard they're changing the word male to female, George. No. This email came from a listener we've talked about before, Scott, who lives up in the Rochester, New York area. He owns a Gorgar, and he wrote to us. We also know Scott from uh, Pinbrewfest out in Ohio. You helped him actually load this Gorgar into his car? Oh, yeah. Yep. Okay. So I'm liking the new tech part of the podcast. Two thumbs up. I have a question for the doctor. From the first ever tech segment of the podcast, okay, Pinball Life, Williams Complete Flipper Assembly C8230 states that it's for Williams games from two, 1980, February 1980, to August of 83. My Williams Gorgar machine has a start of manufacture of 12, 1979, so December 79. Will this work on my Gorgar machine? And your answer is? My answer was on that one, uh, yes, but there's a better version. You use the WPC version. Uh, it's better than using that one. So go jump a generation. 
Um, now, is this the one that you've recommended for yeah. Phoenix? Yep, all of them. I don't use the one that, that they recommend, the 1980 version, like the Black Knight version. I recommend going forward to the WPC 1990 style. So for Phoenix, yeah, this is something that people are requesting. Are there other games in that genre that would use the same upgrade? Yeah, all of them. <laughs> like, I mean, is there a lot? Yeah, a lot. Any any early solid state Williams, like World Cup, you know, Hot Tip, whatever you got. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You'll understand po- why. Pocorino. All okay. Of so you're good with you're good with that one. Mm-hmm. Okay. I got another one. I got a, another one. Now this one. Uh, forgive me. I don't know where Todd lives, but do you know? Is it Todd Tucky? No, it's not Todd <laughs> Tucky. But does that last name look familiar to you? Don't say it. Bazinga. <laughs> He'll know who he is. <laughs> it's not no, Todd Bazinga. No, I don't know him. Okay. So I'm going to read because if I read the first one first, we might not get to the second gonna, one. We're so going to throw things. <laughs> You might. Okay. It took me a little bit, but I'm going to read the second. I had my reply to him, but you'll understand the context when I read this. So he says, thanks, George. Thanks for getting back to me. I like that you guys take a different approach and aren't focused on pinball news like so many others. All right. The banter between the two of you is entertaining for sure. I think that repairing these older machines is such a part of owning them that many find that interesting. We certainly agree. Dave is such an insane genius. Well, okay. <laughs> I would have eliminated that. Yeah, you just made his head. You know how the Grinch's heart grew two sizes? I just watched his head grow two sizes. Um, take the insane part out. Right. No, just kidding. Uh, no, no, that's right. With these things, Mad it doctor. is such a valuable archive of knowledge that it's really nice to hear his tips and tricks odd things he's run into, and how he's fixed them. Common issues with a particular game, how certain things panned out. What a run-on sentence. Um, for example, replacing original boards with rotten dog boards, etc. I think it'd be great to let him get a bit deeper. So that goes to my comment of, I need to be quiet, but I try. He needs yes. to understand. All right, yeah, you need to be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> let Dr. Dave talk. Shut up. <laughs> Look. Put your blinker on, George. (laughs) I thought of this one for a while. Look, being the producer and the director of this show, for good or bad or otherwise, i got to keep things moving along. I can't just let Dave, you know, go off because you'll get one topic for like 20 minutes. So understand why I do that. But you're not incorrect. I need to be a little bit more polite about it. Also, uh, just going over a game, describing how it works and what the rules are, how you guys like it, are all entertaining and informative. Well, that's part of the show. Maybe even reviewing or talking about a new replacement part or board for certain machine or set of machines would be interesting, too. Well, you just kind of did that. Yeah. Okay? Could also do things like talk about a certain technique or something that he uses for repairing. An example, I really liked the episode about Stargazer. Very informative and had some really interesting stuff about the replacement board with the Arduino and all that there. Anyhow, love the show. Also an oddity I've noticed, Dave says your first name a lot. Ha ha. I didn't get that. Yeah, I, I do. I do say, I do, and I do it on so purpose. So are we going to start a new drinking game, the George game? 
Every time you say George, you they gotta can, take a drink. Audience could do that. Sure. Okay, so that's <clears throat> that's a new game. So that was Todd's. That's a reply. technique. It's a technique, folks. That was Todd's technique. reply to me. Now here's the original email. Oh boy. Hi. Strap in. Yep. Hi. New listener here. Love the show. Would love more information about the games and more tech tips and tricks. Maybe info about part availability, sources, common issues, rules, etc. Definitely like when Dave talks about what he's done to a recent restoration or his tech travels. Okay, we know that. Seems like you do just touch on some of those things. I know what that means. Yeah, I, I always it. thought you kind of went in depth, but you know, you can only do so much. I mean, it's not like we're doing video. Theater of the mind is not an easy thing to pull off. Not easy thing to pull off, especially going from memory. And I see a lot of customers and so forth. I I take notes, but it's like... Look, I've been taking notes. I didn't do that at first. I thought about that as well. If I didn't take notes, I wouldn't have a show because I couldn't remember everything. So, look, you can take the good with the bad. But I've taken your... But here comes the zinger. Okay, zinger's coming. Honestly, hearing you guys play the game over a podcast doesn't do much for the listener either. Well, according to him... Right, you know. but understand why, Todd. I put it at the end of the show. I don't lead with it. So if you're tired, shut it off. <laughs> if you're tired. <laughs> Are you tired? <laughs> Take a nap. Are you tired? Can you not sleep? Listen Counting to, sheep doesn't work for you. Listen well, podcast. listen to the classic <laughs> pinball podcast. So I've actually heard from other people, like you know PJ and other other friends of mine, listen to the show, and they they like that the uh, theater of the mind because you know what they know if you know the pinball machine and you know the sounds of it, you can actually see it happening. You can but see I'm not done. Out. Here well, comes more. this is the oh, line. This is the line. Okay. I really want to come away feeling like I learned something, but a lot of times I don't. Perhaps this is not the show for you. Now do you <laughs> now do you understand why I didn't lead with it? Yeah. Todd. <laughs> Todd, you're a brave man. Maybe, maybe, yeah. On the bravery meter. Yeah, you're, you're, you're right there and brave. At least you're one who has emailed us. I thank you. No, I, I think you give some good suggestions, but... Until you sit in this seat, and you're more than welcome to come on and have a little fun with us, because have, this isn't an easy thing to do. Have you heard of the Pinball Podcast? Do you come away learning things from them all the time, too? Mm, not no, well, time. I mean, you, you know, you listen to Bruce and Ron. Yeah. Bruce has got a lot of experience, so yeah. he's fun to listen to. Yeah. But, you know, for me, most of it goes over my head. I listen, but, you know, he, he could be repairing something, and I'm like, okay, I have no idea what that looks like. So I don't know and, how to and, repair it, but it's, that, it's okay. I, I, I'll throw some, some tech stuff out there, but some people that aren't into the tech stuff, their eyes will glaze over. Uh, if I just keep going on and nauseating about different things, some people like you maybe, Todd, will say, oh, it's great, great, great. But other people want to say, okay, get to some other stuff. Get to get to the funny. Get to this. So, uh, you know. It's a it, tough balance. It's a, it'll get a balance. Right. It's a balance. That's it's what a we're tough doing. balance. Yeah. Um, okay. Those are, those are the emails. Email address is the classic pinball podcast numeral one at gmail.com. I've got a list. Do you want, you can stop me at any time and say, let's talk a little bit more about it. If you want to just keep moving, just don't say anything. Okay. Okay. 
I've been some of this stuff is like a month and a half old, so I don't know when it happened, but it's been on the list. I put it all together and I said, you know what? I don't want this list hanging around anymore. So here we go. Did you know that during, I believe it was Free Play Florida, friend of show and friend of yours and mine, Eric Stone, had a machine crash during the tournament. Did he have a meltdown? <laughs> I didn't see it, but I have to imagine that there were some very choice words oh, said. Oh, sure. Oh, he probably... You you know, know, I, I think, uh, you know, Eric is the McEnroe of... Uh, that's a very good way of putting it. <laughs> You've got to be kidding me. You can't be serious. Yeah, and inject all the yeah. uh, all the four letters in there. Okay, so you had, at one point in time, showed interest in a big Lebowski. Mm. Well, I heard that that machine has a propensity to hard crash at a moment's notice. Hence, what crashed on... Hard crash. Uh, just somebody was talking about saying, yeah, I'm playing big Lebowski. Then all of a sudden... Done. Wow. Complete blank. Mm. Nothing. So, Virginia Pinheads. Sons moving to Virginia. I'm going to be in Virginia. Putting the word out. I can't find any place to play. If it's your house or some barcade, send us a, a Gmail. The Classic Pinball, numeral one, at gmail.com. Okay. Um, Actually, for Todd, I might have said this before, but Todd, here's a learning segment part for you. Virginia is next to Maryland, and Virgin <laughs> Mary. Virginia and Maryland. That's why they came to those names. There, oh, there's, there's your tip. Stop. Stop. <laughs> you're going you're gonna to kick that horse again. Yeah, or am. beat it. Here we go. Um, I wanted to talk about animals for a minute. Now, the reason I want to is because we've done this bird man thing, right? Hmm. So... Part of that, I don't know, Grant was telling me, oh, I know it was. It was the birds, you know, opening up the garbage can lid, right? He said he gets possums on the roof of his house. Hmm. And that he trapped the possum and took it to the local forest or green space. Now, I don't think I would have the same approach with that possum. No, I can I don't have that approach with anything that's on my roof. I think George had a shovel and bad possum. Bad boy, I think. Yeah, he got something yeah. a little bit better than that. <laughs> but it made me think of the roof. Have you heard the parrot man, my next door neighbor? Oh, no. Oh, this is a good one. So <laughs> parrot. <laughs> no. <laughs> I happen to look out the window and I see my next door neighbor looking at the roof of my house. And I'm like, what the hell is he doing on my front lawn? So I go outside, I go, hey, parrot man, what's going on? He looks up on the roof and he goes, my parrot got away. He goes, I'm going to go next door and go get a ladder. I go, you're going to do no such thing. You're not going up on my roof. It was literally like 15 seconds later. There's a 35-acre patch of land behind my neighbor's yeah. house. And the parrot takes off like a bee for that forest. Oh, and he's boy. chasing the parrot going, hey, Mr. Parrot, come back, Mr. Parrot. I hear him in the woods for the next hour trying to coax the parrot out of a tree. That sounds like fun, George. Worse. He invited me over. I forgot this part. 
He invited Janice and I over one day, you know, get to know the neighbors. Yeah. So the parrot comes out. And I know he loved this freaking parrot. He's got the parrot on his did shoulder. He did swear words? No, no. The <laughs> parrot's on his shoulder, right? Yeah. And he begins to feed the parrot sunflower seeds with his mouth. Okay. I'm like... That's dangerous. I'm like, that's really weird. Then the merit... The, the, par- the merit. The parrot proceeds to take a gigantic dump Wonderful. on his shoulder. On his shoulder. Needless to say, we were not very close as a result yeah, of those guess, two episodes. I guess, I guess, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to hear about something Christmassy? We haven't really done anything. This is kind of a Christmas show. Okay. Have you heard the stories about people who get their Christmas trees in their house and then find animals in the Christmas tree? Heard about that. Yep. Okay, well. What's the latest? Here we go, Grant. We, we need confirmation. The one I don't believe. A woman had a plastic tree in her house, and she found a koala bear in her tree. That sounds a little bit uh, made up. Know, a little made up on that one. Yeah. Oh, this other one doesn't. People get a, their tree in their house, and they're setting it up, and what slithers out but a 10-foot python. Now, is it the Amazon? An Amazon no, tree? No, this is, I don't, right. well, first off, where do they get their Christmas trees? Yeah. Why would a python be in a tree? That makes no sense. I'm guessing there's pythons in Australia. This the Garden of Eden? I don't, I would scare the, right? Imagine that thing staring out and going, and then people are saying in New Jersey, oh yeah, we've had pods of praying mantises in our trees. That's good, they eat bugs. Right, but ima- you know how many are in that pod? How many launch if it if they actually you know grow? No, a thousand. What? So tonight? imagine if you <laughs> got that tree at Christmas time, you don't see the thing. It's in there, and then all of a sudden, all these things start jumping around your house. Hmm. And I think yeah. it's bad luck to kill a praying mantis. That's but what that would that wouldn't stop me. So I'm done with my animal segment. I had all these saved up. That's why. Well. That's why another, another little factoid. Another, a biblical factoid says, do not bring a tree into your house. Maybe that's the reason, because you get animals coming in your house. Okay, so I have another animal-related story, sort of. This one's got to do with your friend Scott. Explain to me what a French spider chip is for a Gottlieb System 1. That would be... That's a spider chip. That's a... Um, Multiple. Well, what does a spider chip It looks like do? a spider. Uh, no, kid. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not poisonous, George, so don't worry. What, what does the spider chip do? Fail. Often. <laughs> That's what it so says. So <laughs> is it French because they're the only people who have supply of these chips? Probably. Rockwell Manufacturing must have sourced them from, from French manufacturer... And they only made a certain certain amount of them. They don't make them anymore. They only Do made you have any? Years. No, I don't need that because I just throw that freaking board out. It's oh, junk. Okay, okay. So, so there you go. There's something that maybe you didn't know before. Yeah, system one. Am boards. I going to keep doing that and kind of flog you, the horse you could, as well? You could, you could okay. be to kick it a couple of times. It's still moving. You can cook it. <laughs> okay. On to some Bally news. Did you happen to see at Pincinati, which is the most recent show? The spiked centaur. No. It had actual spikes where, you know, the kind of pseudo spikes are in the paint job. They actually put spikes all over that machine. Yeah, they put pink and green hair on the girl riding the back of the bike, too. 
Give it no, I don't know special. that, but, but it raises this question. How do you move that thing? Carefully. <laughs> why do I why, 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 why do I do why why why, why do why? I do this to myself? Why? Okay. We're going to keep going. Why isn't there a Christmas game? Cuz no, no uh, uh, who'd think want? think oh 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 I heard this one and I don't think it's a bad idea. You're not thinking. Why isn't there a Christmas game? I guess you'd have to have a Hanukkah game and a Kwanzaa no, game. No, 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 stop. That's not the reason. Uh, I have a holiday so, game. So I'm going to come up with I'm going to come up with two. I'm only coming up with one that I heard, and I don't think it's a bad idea. Do you think they would he probably wouldn't agree to it, but do you think there would ever be a National Lampoon Christmas vacation pen? Yeah, they could probably do that. Okay, well, I was going to take one more. I thought two two more. How about the Will Farrell one with Elf? Yeah, they probably could do that. But the only thing I can think of with Santa Claus on it is uh, the Marilyn Monroe game, Taxi. Right. Is that the only... You know why? Because is, Do you see Santa Claus I, on anything else? You know else? why? Because it's so seasonal. It's like you just think about Santa Claus. And, and but there's people who love Christmas, and they would buy a Christmas to game. To play it in July? Yes. Uh, I don't no? get it. I okay, don't think okay, so. we'll move on. I think you get a very move small on. audience. Move on, on. There's move a reason, on, there's move on. Why. Move on. <laughs> Are you prepared? No. <laughs> no, I'm not at all. <laughs> I asked you to prepare a list. Oh, that list. Oh. Uh, no, we're not going to do it now. Okay. But did you prepare it? Yes. Okay, good. We'll come to that. I'm going. Did you see this on Pinside? The color classic displays for. Old Bally SS games. Color classic. What does that mean? Color classic. Like what? I'll show it to like, you later. Like different but blue and green. no. Think of. Think of a. Each digit being like a screen. I don't know what the technology is, but you could change the fonts electronically. I don't know why this guy. So think of the craziest fonts in the world. Think of. As if you were crafting a letter on, okay, yeah. you know, word on Word or something, yeah. with all the different kinds of fonts okay. and crazy things. Sure. Like the one that reminded me of, of uh, you got that Paragon Playfield sitting over there. Yeah. What is it? Playfield Classic? What's their yeah. name? Classic Pinball right. something. Whatever. Right. <laughs> well, think of their weird lettering. So you could have that weird lettering if you wanted in numbers on your display. I don't know why this person's developing this thing. I'll show it to you later. It's kind of weird. Okay. We'll come back to it. Um, nope, we're not going to do that. Uh, you probably don't want to talk about Metallica. Oh, I got one for Classic you. Classic Playfield Reproductions. That's the one. That's it. Um, did you ever see? Did you ever see this game? 1984 Flashman. No, who made that? I got. I wrote it down. Sportmatic SA of Barcelona, Spain. Is it a guy with a raincoat on the front on the back glass? No. Called Flashman. Okay. I'll pull it up right now. Hold on. Okay. I'm not gonna pull it out. I'm gonna pull it up. IPDB Flashman. <laughs> I thought it was a pretty cool. I thought it was a pretty cool, but I don't think it would fly in today's uh, in today's world. Okay, so that's my list of. I got that, but you don't want to talk about that. We talked about that. We talked about that. 
Uh, we didn't talk about that, but we can talk about that later. Okay. You got it? No. no that's well, not it. No, it's not. What, my list? No, the Flashman. I thought you were looking Oh, no, no. I was going to look up. Uh, who's the guy? Who's the guy that died recently? The Italian guy who's always into um, into weird pinball things. He always was. Uh, Mussolini? No, that's not a pinball guy. <laughs> that's, a, that's, that's not a good guy for Italy. You know the guy. Oh, he did that pinball circus thing. You know, pinball circus, that 3D thing. Hold on, I'll find it exactly. Cause that, that oh, oh, that. oh, Python, yeah. Angelo. Angelo, yeah, Python, Angelo. Angelo, Python? Python, Angelo, that's the one. Thinking of pythons and trees. You can put his I face don't think on. he was ever in a tree. No, he wasn't. He might have been. But his, his face is on a python in one of his games. So what about Python Angelo? He'd be the guy who made that Flash Man with the, with the, with the, with the, with the uh, jacket to open up. He'd be the kind of guy that would make that game because <laughs> he was always into that, you know, weird stuff. And you know this because... I watched an interview with him. Oh. So, George, it is Christmas time, after all, and uh, we're starting to hear some Christmas songs out there, out and about, and there's, uh, there's some good older ones, and then there's some really uh, hard-on-the-ears newer ones. You going after my job? Yeah, I am. <laughs> I would do it all, George. <laughs> I usually do this. <laughs> That's true. Well, So you're going to make me sit here and you wonder are. what the heck you're going to do. We're going to do a little role reversal, George. We are. How'd that sound? Okay, so what are we role reversing? All right, so we're going to start out with, because I'd rather start out with the real stinkers of Christmas songs that everyone cringes and you can't get them, you cannot rinse them so out I of have your to give you my, I have to give you my opinion? Yeah. Oh. I'm going to see what you think. So I think we should start with uh, a wonderful one by Lizzo. Because everyone, when you think Christmas, you think Lizzo. You know? I know I do. You know? You know, she's jolly like St. Nick, right? You know? <laughs> Forg forgive me. I just don't get it. You don't get Lizzo? None. She's a very proud woman, and she's proud of being unhealthy. There's nothing wrong with that. You should take, you know, there's pride in that. No? You play me the song. Okay. Let's go. Let's see. Let's go a little Lizzo. I, I'm guessing this is not in the... Hold on. That's not... That, oh, Lizzo's coming up. As soon as uh, YouTube likes to play a little ad here, so we'll get rid of the ad, and then the... There we go. Uh, can cut yeah, it up. Here's some Lizzo. It's Christmas time for Lizzo. Never cared for jingle bells or picking out a tree. Yep. I would rather Sing it, Lizzo. my nails than watch some bad TV. Oh, it sucks. But ever since we Shut shared it. a kiss, Shut off. She's a good voice, isn't she? Stop. She's, Stop. She's good. Stop. Stop. I'm going to break the speaker. Stop it. Okay. <laughs> you don't like that one? No. That was nice. All right, how about this? How about... How about this one? Is, is that you... new? How about this one? It's... New Kids on the Block Christmas. Right? Is this Donnie Wahlberg? Yeah. Those guys? Yeah. There's a whole album full of this crap. Shut up. All right? Stop. It's... Okay, Stop. so that's Stop. pretty bad. Stop. So bad. All right. You're going to play me something I like? No. no, no, you're gonna do what no. I do to you. And how about this? Yeah, I'm gonna do. It. Yeah, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna torture you, George. 
How about uh, how about this this one that everyone can't stand? I know I can't stand it. Let's see if I can go fast forward here. How about this one? Oh, this is the feed the squirrels song. Yeah, feed the squirrels. Feed the squirrels. Do they know it's Christmas time? Oh. Oh, that stop. this music stops? Okay, oh, I will. <laughs> I haven't heard that one yet this year. <laughs> oh, you're going to. I hope to. I don't hear it again. All right, how about this one? How about this wonderful ditty? I love this song. Isn't this great? Who's this? this is Paul McCartney. It's a wonderful oh. Christmas time. Doesn't that sound good? I like that. That's, stop it. That's oh. the best part of the song. Oh. Wait, there's a best part of this song? That part. There's no best part of this song. It's all sucks. No, you don't like that? It's all You don't like junk. electronics? I, I like that. I can't stand that junk. Okay. okay so, that is junk. So we're batting a thousand here. Are you going to play me something I actually might have some respect for? Yeah, let's see. How about... Well, let me think here. So... You know everybody's tuning out. Probably, you yeah. gotta play those, something that you know puts are, people back in the festive mood. Those were those were pretty bad. Those are pretty bad. So let's see if we can get someone back in the back in the saddle here. Let's see. Let's try a little. Uh, let's get back in the groove here uh, with. Uh, let's see. Are you gonna play me your favorite? Uh, hold on. I'm not familiar here. with that. What's that? The crickets. That's the crickets. The crickets. Yes. <laughs> Those are the songs of today and a couple years ago, actually from the 70s. Uh, you know, the Wonderful Christmas Time was Paul McCartney, a.k.a. Billy Shears. You know, Billy Shears wrote that one. And Lizzo Christmas, New Kids on the Block. You know, not really uh, stuff that you can't get out of your head. We're going to rinse out all that crappy music we just heard. We're going to sing, we're going to have songs here. I'm going to put them on the thing uh, from yesteryear. You know, before current cl- clown world, we find ourselves in, you know, when the chrome was thick, the woman was straight. These are the songs that we would play. You know, you had things like this going on, you know. Ah, that's a lot better. There we go. There. Now it's better. Oh, I like this song. Ah, the chrome is thick. Oh, I thought it was another. Oh, no. No, 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 no. But that'll get you back. That opening is for a Christmas song, too. Uh, No. Yes, the... We are Santa's elves. Oh, you know what they they took they they, they lifted that they lifted that from them. No. Yeah, this was this was actually a real song, Mr. Sandman. So they took that and they yeah, put their own words to it. We are Santa's yeah, no elves. Wonder, no wonder people. Her, that's on tonight. Great. Right? Which, is that Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer? That's the one with the Land of Misfit toys and uh, what's his face, Yukon uh, Cornelius and. Oh come on! I know, I know. Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. You know Yukon Cornelius. You know he was freaking. He was armed and He had a gun. He had a knife. He had the guy was ready. He's excellent. He was ready. He's excellent. He's ready to go. Okay. He's my kind of so, guy. Okay. Find me the next song. All right, it's the next song. We so are Santa's no, it's not Santa's elves, but her, 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 no, her. not really that. But it's it's close. Okay. So then we have another another goodie from back. That's the good stuff. What is that, Maureen? At the, yes, the gas station. So you go to the gas station back in the 70s, and you go to the, they give you this Firestone Christmas album. I think you, with a fill-up, you get a free album. So you get things like... Uh, now, do you own this album? Or I, you do just own, rem- I, I do own this album. I own this album, and I own a couple of them, actually, from back in the day. They're from the 60s. And we used to play them all the time uh, like this. 1967. like Tony Bennett. I think Tony Bennett sings this one. You 
Just Tony Bennett. You better not cry. See? Way better. You better not pout. I'm telling you what. what hey. I got my smoking jacket on. You need that. I'm drinking a Manhattan. Excellent. And so are they on that uh, album, sure. And then you have things like uh, this one here. You know? So that's another Firestone album. And then you have the Raycon of Singers. Ah. That's a good one. Classic. Okay, I'm not familiar with that one. Oh, it's a great one. I'm just here to say. Boom, 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 boom. Are you done with this? Are you done with this? I think so. Okay, so. So, so, so now, now, notice right now, you rinsed out all that crap out of your brain. Right, but I'm going to bring it back. Oh, boy. Now i got to rinse it all out again. Go ahead, George. What do you got? Well, no, you happen <laughs> to like it. I don't happen to like it. You don't like what? So I'm going to say, well, Lizzo? That, Maria, that Maria Carey song. Oh, Maria song. Carey. Oh, like no, 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 no. Yeah, no, she's, stop, she's, no, please, she's, stop, please. she's excellent. You're just going to give her another three and a half cents. I mean, did you did you see how much money that woman makes from this song? No. Guess. Ooh. Everybody else in the audience knows. Yeah. I mean, she's easy on the eyes. I don't mind this song at all. I don't know why everybody hates this. I don't mind it. Sing it. Sing it, Mariah. Go ahead. Stop. Hit it. Hit it. Stop. I was in time, George. I'm in a musician. See that? I play piano. Nobody's going to... Nobody's going to listen through this. So I'm going to ask you the question. What's your... Don't play it. What's your favorite Christmas song? If you had to pick one. Mm. I have to go with Lizzo Christmas because... (laughs) No. Uh, I saw Mama Christmas. No, I don't like... I saw Mama Christmas Santa Claus. No. Uh, I, I just like the whole, I, I don't know, anything by Perry Como. Anything oh, by so him. you're a real traditionalist. So no yeah. rock no rock and roll Christmas No, songs? I like old school. Perry Como. So you don't like, like stuff. Greg Lake, I Believe in Father Christmas, or The Kinks. Father Christmas, no. give us your money. No, 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 no. Any rock and roll song, forget it. No, you don't like those? No, no, no. Okay. He probably doesn't like Jingle that. Bell Rock you like, crap. You don't like Grandma Got Run Over by No, that's you. crap, too. Do you like the new one uh, that I played in last year's program? Santa Claus has got a dirty job. You probably, mm, you probably don't uh, even remember that I put that in there. Yeah, I think I remember anyway. that now. <laughs> okay. I think I remember that now. Okay, so are we done with the musical portion of this program? I think we're almost and done. And we're going to try to get people back on track? Back on track. Well, since uh, since you requested it, when this ad will stop playing, we got this one, this ditty. Grandma got run over by a reindeer. Elmo and Patsy. I have oh. the original 45 for this. It's just, you know, it's just, it's hack. It's just so hack. It's just, I like it. It's like, ugh, it's hack. See, that's why you listen to us. This is, this is not stage. This is actually, I like it, he doesn't. He likes it, I don't. But we both can't stand Lizzo. Right. Yeah. Lizzo is no go. I could play. Uh, no, oh, what, what's, no, what's no, the, no, no more playing. What's We're that done. Woman? The, uh, We're done. The wet ass girl. What's it called? What's her name? The talentless. The what? That talentless person. The wet? You know. WAP. Mm. Don't, you can't say what it is, but. Uh, I have no idea what you're talking about. Ah, uh, Christmas Remix. 
There we go. The boy, this one here. No, 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 you can't play that on me. Yeah, you know, Cardi B, the talent that is Cardi B. She has a Christmas yeah, album out. I, it's really good. I couldn't tell you any of her songs, but I know her MO before you even play it. She got please a, do not Please do not play it. Please got, do not. Please I, won't, do not. I, I won't play it. But okay. she has a nice Santa Claus hat on. I'm sure. And she's she, got her tongue sticking out. Uh, of course she does. Great. Uh, great. She, she's, That's you know, great. She's all what women want to aspire to be, okay. the little okay. kids. Right? Shut it off. She's the best. Shut it off. So, so we, we, we got to end with something good. We got to end with a good song. Oh, oh yeah, this is just terrific. I'm wondering where I'm going to put this. Yeah, we're going to put this little. Ditty. This might be a bonus segment. I don't know if anybody's going to stand it in the middle of the. There, that's better. There. There now it's all rinsed up. You're done. I think so. <laughs> Enter George C. Scott saying, "Turn it off. Turn it off." <laughs> You're gonna hear that probably more than once. Turn it off. Turn it off. Turn it off. Two dad jokes. What does the snowman say to the other snowman? I don't I don't know what, Mr. Fudd. What does the one man snow to the other man snowman? I don't know what do they say. You smell carrots too? Oh, that's really bad. <laughs> that's really bad. What did one elf say to the other? I don't know, George. What did one elf say to the other? Let's go take an elfie. Oh, that's so bad. Oh, that's so bad. You think my dad jokes are bad? <laughs> First. Those are, oh boy. Okay. It's like a three year old told those. Do you want to hear my other opening? Sure, go ahead. The guy who. <laughs> Hello, welcome to another episode of the year. The guy who has more wood in his basement than a Christmas tree farm, Dr. Dave. Okay. <laughs> All right, that's not bad. I kind of like that. Okay. It kind of works. Okay. That kind of works. Okay. I think you could cut it there. Well, here's the thing about the Ray Conniff. This, this guy said he's about seven years old and 66, and my father brought bought my mother a brand new stereo and all the Ray Conniff Christmas albums for Christmas. We always listen to them every year. This guy said he's 62 and he still listens. My parents are gone now, but these songs hold so many happy memories for me. And I still remember that too. I remember the Christmas tree at night, at midnight, you waiting for Santa. Actually, it's probably mom and dad, but that's a little inside joke. Uh, to come and give you those presents. And... Uh, so let's really go. go back in time. Yeah. Did you have a phonograph that you could stack the records? Yes, we did. And we stacked so, them. They'd so an inch, an inch of vinyl with like 14 albums ready to go for Christmas? I don't know, 14, probably about Three, five. Th okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. That's a good one. Oh, yeah. I always felt bad for the poor vinyl. Did, go down and did Herb Alpert... Albert. Herb Albert in a can. No, no. Yeah. Herb Alpert... <laughs> Herb, is it Alpert? Yeah. Herb Alpert. Alpert? Alpert. Alpert. Right. right. Yeah. Did he put out a Christmas album? Hmm. Herb Alpert. I just keep thinking of the Tijuana Brass. That was one that was on the turntable a lot in uh, my grandparents' and my parents' house. They, he does have a Christmas album. Okay. We're going to have to go for Herb Albert Tijuana Brass Christmas. That go kind of goes with our Check it out. This is a two episodes ago. 
El Toro. Oh, it does go with that. Yeah. You might as well plug some of the old... Uh, the... That was a little slow. Let's move this. There we go. And while we're waiting for the conclusion yeah. of the Classic Pinball Podcast, this Dave is... will <laughs> fill your ears with a musical interlude from Herb Alpert and the Tijuana Brothers. This is Channel 9. We're having technical difficulties. Please stand by. <laughs> <laughs> That was probably the best song you played so far. You like that one? That's not <laughs> bad. It's kind of, it's mellow. You kind of like that one. I tell the guy, he's like, <laughs> So that's our Christmas show. Anything else for Christmas? Well, we got to still go to the basement. Ah, that's true. That's true. Okay. You can I just <laughs> finished this at the, 11th, at the 11th hour. I just, uh, oh, because I went last night. Oh, you're already night. making excuses. No excuses. No excuses. I expect this thing to play perfectly. Okay. Oh, boy. Well, I think, <laughs> I I think, it, actually, I think it actually does. But Good. I got it. Uh, I got it going. Okay. We're going to go downstairs. We're going to talk about the features of the game, talk about the rule set. We're going to try to have everyone take away a little bit of knowledge because we're being accused of not teaching anybody anything i don't know when i became a professor i, I, I know you're a doctor but i'm a doctor. certainly not a professor i'm a doctor of pinball yeah yeah i i think it's just uh it's one outlier but uh okay I, well it's okay now, are we allowed. are we a teaching show i didn't think we I were i didn't think we were but i think it's just like a sideline we're, normally we're we many would, things normally we'd tell them to f off but <laughs> What if I go but that far? But in the spirit far? of Christmas, we're not saying that. You can't say that. Have an effing Merry Christmas. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, you well, know. they're going to have to be satisfied, Dave, with this. Because we're not going to record again for probably a month. Mm. I'm going on hiatus. You're probably just going underground after you repair like 19 machines between now and... Christmas Day. Well, I'm trying to space them out a little bit. I'm actually pushing people out into January now. I, I get to kind of... Nobody's pleading. Oh, please. Yeah. Little Johnny wants oh. to wake up to a working, you know, pinball Johnny wants a sled bling. Do, 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 do. I want a pinball machine in my bed. Wait, that doesn't make any sense, I George. Got, I, I, got, I got a musical <laughs> interlude. All right. Do you remember... I'm going to back it up a little bit. Do you remember this song... Yeah, sounds familiar. They should play it for the new Scooby Pin. I don't know how many people run around robbing banks for Scooby snacks? eating Scooby snacks. I think, I think there might be an underlying meaning behind Scooby snacks meaning smoking big old joints, George. Oh, that's not what it said online. Okay. So what is kind of said like? something like that, but not drugs. That. Some kind of drugs. Basically, it said if you are inhaling on a joint and you get some of the material in your mouth, that would be called eating scooping snacks. I had never heard that before. Me neither. It's not really much of a snack. Yeah, when was it made? In the 1990s somewhere? Yeah, probably. Yeah, a lot of junk. A lot of junk back then. (laughs) Probably. Okay. A lot of just like, they just kind of said, "Hey, I got night." They're really stoned to the bejesus, and it's like, uh, "Yeah, I think I'm just let's do this song." 
what dude no trust me it's gonna work out it's just like it's just hack I don't know I'm trying to remember the movie I watched this week and I thought it had a tie into this but I guess it doesn't Bandit it's new with Mel Gibson it's about this guy who robs banks okay he robbed 59 banks okay so it's, it's not a it's, it's, a it's based on a true story yeah but I was trying to figure the Christmas or music thing and it'll come to me later I don't remember why good movie so he's into Christmas movies. actually Christmas movies how about that what's your favorite Christmas movie to watch around this time frame uh not a movie probably TV show The Grinch not the movie the cartoon. Yeah, the cartoon. I've already watched it four times. My granddaughter is obsessed with, gotta watch the Grinch, Grampy. Gotta watch the Grinch, Grampy. Well, you know, the Grinch's heart grew ten times the size that day. He had Three mi- times he the had, size. He had myocarditis, George. I don't know if you know about that one. <laughs> He's ahead of his time. Trying to keep this show non-political. Stay away. Shut it off. We're going downstairs. It's... It's a medical show now, George. Don't take our advice, though. Whatever you do. It's just for... It's... Uh, what's it called? No, take advice. Take Don't advice? Don't take advice. Right. Okay. Take advice. Don't take our word for it. Take advice before you listen to this. There you go. And call me in the morning. Right. Yeah. I'm in Dave's basement, standing in front of the big pile of... I mean, in front of $6 million, big man. pile. <laughs> pile of... The big pile of wood. Pile of wood. The yeah. big pile of wood. It's painted wood. It looks like you might have drained a few. Eh, maybe not. I sold some stuff. No, you got stuff and, all and over. Some I'm, stuff came in. Every time I come down here, there's other things. <laughs> things. You're being nice, George. <laughs> yeah. There's stuff. Anyway, we're in front of the six million dollar man. Uh, I'd like to talk about the layout a little bit and then a couple of the rules. So we're looking at a game that's got a saucer on top with two lanes, one on each side of the saucer. They're probably pivoted maybe 30 degrees. Below that, there are three pop bumpers. And on each side, there are round uh, stationary targets for 100 points each. As you move down on the right-hand side, there's a five-bank target bank. Um, And on the left-hand side... I think I described this earlier. There are three rectangular, very different kind of targets, stationary, that you don't see on many games. The only one that I've seen it on is a old King of Steel that I had. Uh, at the bottom, the big differentiator is the Playmore post. And we'll talk about that in a little minute, uh, in a minute. So to get this game going, uh, most likely you're probably going to land in the saucer up top. But the two lanes, one is a five numeral and the numeral zero, and there are three other zeros, those three stationary targets on the left-hand side. That is what's called the bionic power score. Get all those five targets or lanes, two lanes, three targets. You get 50,000 points. You get five extra bonus. And there's a lane, uh, what do you call that on the side? The gate on the right-hand side um, that opens. What am I forgetting? You're forgetting the theme music. This guy was a man barely alive. But we're going to rebuild him, make him better, faster, and stronger than he was, George. I know what I was going to say. I noticed this when uh, I first looked at the game. Uh, Steve Austin, who is uh, the the bionic man, (laughs) they 
uh, Bally, well, no, the TV show trademarked the name Bionic. And it says, Red Alert, Full Bionic Power. And on the bottom of it, and I think this should probably be the segment, this is the Bionic Adventure. I didn't know that they trademarked that name. And I said to Dave before we started recording, where would you even use, other than describing the $6 million man, where would you use Bionic? They don't use that in robotics, do they? Uh, they wanted to. It's kind of a, sort of a transhumanism kind of thing, the beginning of that uh, thing. And they actually might become more into these days in the, the late 2020s or whatever, or well, 2000s. I did the homework. Okay. In real dollars. This was released in 1978. Yep. The TV show ran from when? You said you used to watch it. Used to watch it, so, you know, 72 or 4 70. or something like that. No, this is happening the same. This is happening in the late 70s. No, no, I think it's 74. You sure of that? Yeah, well, you can look. Oh. Anyway. Oh. Anyway, in today's real dollars, belabored, it would be 40 million dollar man. So, to update it to 2022. You looking that up? I am. Okay. The $40 million man. Yep, he would be the $40 million man. And for those who are not familiar, you know, he's got, what, a fake eye, uh, fake legs, and a fake arm? No, those are enhanced, George. Well, whatever. Uh, fake, you call it what you want. They're super duper. They're, he's better than he was. They're not human. They're fake. Right. Right? Like, is that what he, ha- he would, I'm asking. How else are you going to go up against the Squatch? And what does OSI stand for? I, I was ready for that question, and it stands for Official Scientific Intelligence. And who's the... Or, who, sorry, sorry, and who's sorry. The, Office of who, Scientific Intelligence. And who's I the other corrected. character on the back? That is Oscar Goldman, and he is uh, head of the uh, Office of Scientific are Intelligence. Are there any other characters in this game or machine or tv show that we should be aware of well i found out for some reason i mean it's kind of got the jet theme going on here with the what's the movie that you just watched top gun 2 top gun whatever revisited yeah he was kind of got the top gun theme going on he was a spaceman george who was steve austin you know more about this than i do i don't know he was in a he was in a spacecraft kind of thing and it came down and it had a problem and he says uh i can't do it i can't do it and then he just kind of stumbled down and kind of ran rolled over the ground and he's he's all smashed up and uh that's when they got him out of there and oscar goldman okay, came I'm in i'm gonna i'm gonna notice two other things on here yes why is he wearing an italian horn necklace because he's super duper 70s porn star with his porn star mustache and his hairy chest and his hairy forearm. And George. then the belt buckle. Yeah. Take charge. What's that about? It says take charge OSI. So. Well, it's kind of hard to see the OSI. Yeah, it says That's o- OSI. Very That's very weird. That's and very and see, look, look, at his, look at his bicep. It's popping through. It says pop. His muscles are popping through. So kind of Batman-esque. Well, no, it's kind of, he has such, his bionic arm is so powerful, it's popping through the, uh, his special, his flight, uh, suit. his flight suit. Yes, very, very special. So what'd you find out? Um, you were looking something yeah, up. Yeah, <laughs> I basically found out that the guy, uh, Oscar Goldman, his name was uh, Richard Anderson, uh, and he was 91, in fact, he died in seven, 2017, he's 91, uh, he was in many things. Uh, Perry Mason, I Spy, The Rifleman, Man from Uncle, Gunsmoke, Hawaii Five-0, Ironside, 
and Love Boat he was on, but anyone that sees him always knows him as Oscar Goldman. And he was the hard-driven division director of, at the fictional Office of Scientific Intelligence on the hit show Six Million Dollar Man. And according to this article, and its superior spinoff, The Bionic Woman. I begged it. There was a Bionic Woman? Yeah. You know, who was that? And why? No, why would, who? Who? Jamie Summers. That was the girl in it. She had a special hearing. Was she in the original Six Million Dollar Man? Only the, the bridge episode. The bridging to the new So when spin-off. it jumped the shark? When it jumped the shark, <laughs> they let her jump it. And she jumped to the shark, and she had bion- a bionic ear. So she had bionic hearing, George. <laughs> I'm not going there. Yeah, she... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm not going... Yeah. I was going to ask, and then I knew I knew better than to ask that question. What else has she got? No, I no. would have said, what other parts, and then... Okay, I'll tell you. I don't want... <laughs> Stop let me, it. Let me tell Stop you Stop it. <laughs> I caught myself. See, I know, I'm... I'm it's only taken almost well, 100 episodes, well, I'm, gonna, I'm catching on. All I'm going to figure out is uh, these are... You ma- set me up. Don't do that. These are man scientists dying the parts, so it's like, you know... Can we play a game? Like the robots. Can what do they, they made those robots for? What robots? The robots they're making. What do you think they're making the robots for? The female robots they're making to do your house cleaning. It's not just for house cleaning. In the future, George. Oh, come on. <laughs> They're cleaning house, all right. I've been watching way too many movies. Way, way, way too many movies. Be a a different kind of Roomba. Do you want to... And a Roomba. Do you want to set the stage here? Sure, we'll set the stage. let me play cleanup, so... All right, you can play cleanup. I can see how well or poorly I can do. Shoot the ball here. I'm gonna to try to get it in the saucer in the middle, and I missed. Oh, and you didn't even get in the saucer. And I lost. Oh, <laughs> it went right down. Awesome. Well, I got 1,220 points for that that's one. That's Steve, good. That's Steve Awesome. That's Steve. Uh, not so awesome. That's Steve Awesome. Here that we ball go. was so, barely alive. So I've just plunged, and I got a zero. Now I do have this aggressively set up to really steep, a steep incline. And those trying for the left hand spinner. And those spinners, they're not spinners. I got one nope. of the targets. I got those flippers are very far apart. I've got right? two. What do I got? One of the stationary targets. There's a cavern between. Oh, I had. Oh, oh, I didn't even know I had, had that. Okay, there. now this is what I love about this. You tap game. it. You tap it back well, and forth. Did you ever? Did I ever show you how I do it? These two fingers, digit two and four, yep. are. Like that, the, the guiders, and then you just right, and then you just go nice and gently with the middle finger. Okay, let's see. I'll give you a gentle middle finger. All right, nice, George. And I lost the thing. Right. Well, stop it. Wow. Okay, I got it up there. That's what she said. Here we yeah. go. Oh. Okay, so I got it in the saucer, and I don't, I don't have many points, do I? No. Oh, and I got the. I got but the Playmore post again. You do. So that's twice. But that's right where the spin It's going to go down again, but I'm going to go for the spinner. Yeah, that's right, right where the spinner is. Oh, you missed it that time. Yeah, okay. Twice. Oh, oh, oh! Out she goes. Left lane. left lane out. But all that for 25,000 points? I did. Yes, all that. And I just realized this Is this, this a game- stingy game, or am I just... Well, it's a little stingy, but again, I jacked the back of this thing up all the way up, and so it's pretty aggressive. Aggressive. It's not uh, too bad. It's like six and a half degree tilt on it and uh, a level angle. But I, I totally rebuilt the pop umbers, the whole deal. Nice. All of them rebuilt the flippers, whole deal there. 
But I did one thing I haven't done yet because again I just finished this game or just, this was the first playtest we're doing. I noticed the flippers. I'm, I'm touching the flippers on the right hand flipper. You have the this is this was in some kind of pizza shop or something at some point in his life in some ne'er do wells. Some eighteen year old ne'er do well young boys. I'm I'm sure took their lighter to the flipper button and it's burnt up flipper button. So I feel the burned up flipper because I don't know why. But they got a lighter, and they got. You know, they didn't have a cigarette in there. In there. No, no, no. That's from some of the freaking lighter, and they wanted to light it on fire. So what else did you because do? Because that's what game they did before you play. Uh, what else did I do? You, in the game? Well, you can. I can talk while you're talk. playing. So Dave just got the fire. Oh, oh boy, and he got another. Boy. Oh, this is awesome. Wow, George is kicking my <laughs> bionic ass. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I am. I need more bionic. Okay, power. so I need the five, and I got the center. 5,000 points plus up posts. Right, so the up posts. So, and, oh, those Down are in post. Those are in a, what? Oh. Right. It's kind of like, wow, uh, this game. it's stingy. Uh, either that or we are really bad. There. I got the saucer at the top. So these sounds on this game are similar to. Uh, Paragon. Yep, it sounds like Paragon. Yep. Same kind of thing. But the bonus didn't sound like Paragon. Bonus no. sounds a little unique. Well, they gotta they gotta change it up a little bit. Like that old thing. It's, it, you know, it's very. Okay, so Dave has gotten it in the saucer. It makes it hard with those two posts right there. It's high tech, futuristic, bionic computer sounds. Okay, so That's Dave's making a run on it. He's up to five, five three times, three times, three times bonus. He's got the five and two zeros. And he's got the play more post. And he's got 13 bonus. So, okay, you can make it. It's not hard to make a rally here. You need that other. And there you got go. Five times. Guys. So, five times. I'm coming for you. Yeah. I need those drop so targets. So, getting 50,000 is not easy. No, it's not easy. Right -hand lane. All right. Uh, so, definitely a unique uh, bonus. Yes. Oh, pretty good, Dave. You just, 118. Yeah, you're trashing me. <sighs> okay, I need the five. This game's pretty challenging. But I got nothing. This is... Okay. It's flying around. Yeah. There you go, oh, 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 I got the Playmore post. post. That yes. just saved me. Okay, let's... Yeah, that was going to go down the middle. You get the bonus. I guess the right I guess the computer's got to catch up. Got to huh? catch up. Yeah, the bionic computer has to bionically catch up. Wow. Sure, it's not broken. Nope, it's catching up. What did you hit? <laughs> there, it finally stopped. Those are hundred points. Wow, wow, wow. What did I do? Uh, you hit stuff. Okay. I'm not sure. I don't know either. Oh, all I need is the five. The five. Oh, that's. Up top. That's up top. Yeah, you need the five. That's so a, that's here we go. One. Here we go. That's not it. Oh, and I, I lost the post. Oh, oh another God. try at the spinner shot. It's a no go. No. Oh, oh come on. Oh. Oh. Making a run. One, two, three, four, five, six. You both okay. got the high score. One eighteen to eighty three. Let's play again. Let's try again. All right. I almost had the fifty thousand. You I did. know that doesn't mean anything, but you, you almost won. Oh, that was dumb. Okay, so I got a question. Uh, In the Christmas spirit, artificial or real? 
His limbs? No, the tree. Oh. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. I just got it in the saucer. <laughs> Uh, let's see. I, I like And I've uh, got the Playmore post. And I don't know why I just did what I did. When I was younger, real. Nowadays, I go for easy and have the artificial tree. Okay, so I heard this... I heard this on TV yesterday, and I thought it was brilliant. How about... The room where you put up your Christmas tree... Yeah. You make what's called a Christmas tree closet. Okay. You open the closet. Yeah. You pull the tree out. It's fully decorated. All you have to do is plug it in. When you're done at the end of Christmas season, you wheel it back into the closet and you close the closet. Done. No moving, no hauling up to the well, attic, no putting it in the basement, no that's taking it apart, no. That's what I do right now. It's with a little tree, a little skinny tree. That's what we do. We right, but I'm saying like a full size. I saw your tree. That's. A miniature tree. Yeah, it's skinny. Oh, come on, it's, come it's, on, come it's on. Not, oh, it's not too oh, there we go. Go on. Oh. It's not two foot tall. You know, it's like a, no, it's not bad. I'm, I didn't say that. It's it's a Christmas tree. Yeah. But I'm just saying, I thought it was a good idea. No, God, oh. I knew that was going to happen. It, it was telegraphing. Left hand laid. This game is stingy if you don't... If you don't okay, get all your so you power. Oh, yeah. so you got the five. I just need that. Oh, so now all you need is one that one zero. And you went. I went there instead. Right, but get up there. Right. Yeah, those two posts at the bottom of that uh, saucer make it difficult. They do. Right in the saucer. And out she goes. I don't think either. Have either one of us lit the spinner? I don't think so. No. Those drop God, we're really tell. bad. Yeah. I said, I made this game nobody's sweetheart. Okay, here we go. I need the five, and I won't get it again, and I won't get... Oh, I'll at least get the saucer. Okay, okay, come on. Come on, don't go down. Okay, I got the Playmore post, so that makes it a little bit easier. So let's get it over on the other left side, and... Oh, out she goes. You like a left-hand lane out there. I, out she goes. I kind of. This I, is really bad. This Twenty-five game, to thirty-one, third ball. When I got this game in from a customer down the Cape who was moving, so I, I, uh, he wanted me to move it originally from one Cape house to another Cape house. I said, "Well, I'll take it in and do a little, you know, a little quick restoration on it." So we did that, made a deal on it, and uh, but the the playfield itself—it's a gorgeous playfield. It's like very low use. Uh, usually, these are blown out pretty well. Backlass is, is nice on it. Backlass is nice. not bad. is nice. Someone did a little quickie paint job on the head, which is not really the best, but it's okay. Yeah, you know, it's, it's good. Kinda, it's good they enough. Did, they used a brush. They used a brush, which is usually crap. And they didn't fill in. They didn't fill oh, any. Gonna, they filled in nothing. I bet you the place he bought her that from could did be a that. Lot better. You got a corner broken on the oh, back yeah. box. But, that's, but he's not really paying for that, though. Right. This, this is the quickie. This is the Reader's Digest version of, uh, you know. So anything with the boards or? Yeah, all that stuff. Redone all that. Do you replace or redo? Uh, I redo unless they really need to be replaced. On, on, the, on this this restoration, the way this level is. MPU was good? MPU is actually good. Oh, 50,000 points. I got it. Yeah, MPU is actually a nice Okay, MPU. but I still can catch you. You only have 103,000. Okay, here we go. I'm sorry, what were you saying? The MPU is a nice original MPU, um, not really much rot at all, so I just clean that off, right. and uh, it works well. Rectifier? 
The rectifier boy is actually good. I didn't even touch it yet. So wow, you know, gameplay is nice. And yeah. I'm not gonna get because I pulled it all the way back again. But I got the up post and I got five thousand points. So I like that feature. And I can let it bounce, which is great. It's kind of like Bobby Orr. And we get it up. I need the five. I need that five. That's hard to get. And that really came way too fast. Okay, come on. Give me the five. Give me the five. I got that. Okay. So now I got what? Two times. That spinner is really stingy unless you get the drop target there. Ten, ten points of spin. Oh, I got... I, I keep forgetting that every time you get it up in there, you get the... Uh, you get the uh, play more post. And oh, she goes again. Oh, okay. sorry. I, uh... And, oh, maybe. Oh, oh, oh. Oh. oh, 103 to 98,000. Yeah, those five targets on the right-hand side, you're not apt to aim for those. This seems to be a spinner all day game. Yeah, because, the, again, the cavernous thing between the flippers there. It's. I'm going to try going for the, going with those drop targets this time. I'm going to see if I can. I bet it's going to be a death shot. But I'll try. Okay, so the saucer is like almost That's good. seven out of ten times. Oh, you. Those outlanes are brutal. rough. Brutal. Well, we want to talk about a rough game. And I know it's not one of your favorites because you told me so. But I've been playing Knight Rider. That game. I. That game has to be a tournament game. That's a. If that's set up right, that game's tough. Oh, I got the play more post, and it came down again. I don't like where those buttons are. Well, it's just like Bobby Orr. Same thing. I, goes yeah. It's, a, it's like Bobby Orr again. They kind of they kind of rob from that game. This is a lot, a lot, a lot of similarities. Yeah, it's uh. Okay, Dave just got it back up there again. So into the saucer. That seems to be the shot, though. It is the shot. Now my post is up, which is good. Right, but as soon as you go for that post... Oh, you got the five. You need that other zero up in that other lane. And the uh, right, right lane is... It's like a magnet over there. Both are. That's why years ago, customers say, Oh, is it really true there's magnets need to play for this? Like, no, it just seems No, you way. just suck. <laughs> no, I, mean, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> I'd say your playbook could be warped or uh, the spin of the ball, but Okay, no. okay, I got the one. I need that other one. Come on. And I got the play more post, so... Okay, see, as soon as I went... No, same thing, right? Yep. As soon as you go up that spinner, you definitely end up... It's almost like planned that way. Yeah, it definitely is. Okay, three... Uh, so, two times. Okay. Okay. I need that five, though. Oh, and I got the Playmore post again. You do. I keep forgetting that. Okay, oh, up again. Go. Get the five. Get the five. Now in there. Saucer. Okay, three so I got three bonus. times now. Okay. He's got a, he's got twenty bonus and three times right now. Oh, five there we go. Bonus. Five times and I got twenty-four. Okay, gonna, this is getting better. I want that fifty thousand. And I bonus. haven't. Well, all you need now is that five up top. That Playmore post comes in handy. Yeah, it saves you. But I want that five. That might be the five. No, it's not. Nope. Oh, 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 it, it is. is. Oh, oh, no, no, no. Oh, oh it's, okay, it's on so the Okay, so counterintuitive. You want to bang it 
this way. I'm going to bang the right-hand side. It's right on top of the lane guide. Here we go. 50-50. Oh. And he chooses correctly, and he gets 50,000. Oh, and I, oh, oh, and the play more post oh. goes down because it ran over the you play less insert. On Wow. You're watching, you're watching, you're watching some uh, tutorial videos on how to play pinball, it sounds like. Okay, I'm, I'm actually 219. There we go. Ball three. I have 47. George is 219. And I'm, uh, it's my last ball free. George has one more ball left to go. So let's see if I can get an extra ball, maybe. Let's try that. Get some drop targets. But I think people are getting the idea. You don't hear us aiming for the targets. All you hear us aiming for are those two spinners. I'm going to have targets right now. There's a target. I got one, got two. And you're... Play more post. The play more post. This game would really be difficult if it didn't have that. There you go. There you go. Okay, Dave is... Oh, we got the five. Oh, he's got one target left to go. One of the drop targets, which would give him the lit spinner at a thousand. Oh, almost. Oh, oh you. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, this could be a walk off, but it's not because I'm going to try to do what he just did. I'm not going to shoot for up top. I'm gonna, shot, I want to shoot the spinner. I want to shoot the load. spinner. So let's. Okay, got in the saucer again. Got the play more lane. Can it come to the bottom without it draining? Stay away from... Oh, it's gone. Oh, well, uh, no more player post for you, but there's two drop targets left to go. Two bottom ones. Hey, shot it. Didn't go for that time. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, that, go. Oh, that right lane. New high score for George. Okay. This has a playability thing. You want to keep playing this game, I'm finding. You know? I, right. don't, I don't want to bring this back just yet. I'm going to do a playtesting. You know what it is? The color scheme, it's the same color blue as Bobby Orr. And the same red. It's, it's, and Dave, the same it's Dave Christensen. That's why. Okay. That's who did this game. Okay. He loves his reds. Look at the reds. Look at his little jumpsuit there. Okay. One more? And he uses... He I don't uses, know if I'm going to put all these in, but... He uses uh, dial soap. It gets his chest hairs extra crispy. So we crispy. still haven't had anybody get a thousand. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm, he uses, I'm saying Steve Austin uses dial soap. It makes his chest hairs extra crispy. He's furry. Isn't he furry? Yes. I, maybe he is a scoff squatch. And who is General Von Britz? Who is it? It's a little uh, on, the, on the little uh, plane there. On the plane there, it's, it's, right, that's the his name. It's a jet, yeah. And who is it? I have no idea. I, I, I looked that little factoid up. Next show. Email us and let us know who that is. Okay. Yeah, I can't believe you watched this show. But you're younger than me, so it makes sense. I would have been in high school. Wasn't really interested in Steve Austin in high school. Okay, into oh, yeah. that, that saucer is definitely 7 out of 10. 7 out of 10. Times in, when it goes up there. It's, it, you know, it rarely, there you go, the play more post and up to the right. And he still has the play more post and he gets the zero. Oh, look at you avoiding that, that, uh, that uh, rollover. Again, missing it. No, no, not no, that no, time. no, not that time. Here comes the fun. Oh, oh, okay, he's got one of the targets to go. One more to go. Ugh. Oh, nope, you can't do it off of that one. But, oh, nice save. Thank you. 
Oh, 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 nice. There you go. <laughs> he gets it, I and, got then it. He, and, and then you can't take advantage of it. He got oh. the thousand point spinner. Well, it's okay. stay for next time. I don't okay, know. so is that what we're going for now? I think so. Okay. Okay, so I mean, we played the game. We've already played high score. Let's go for, let's go for the targets because we haven't done that yet. And if fifty thousand happens to happen, so so be it. But I'll go for I'll go for the targets, the drops. Oh, I'm having a good nice I'm having a good ball already. More saucer for you. Yeah. More. Ooh. Oh, there we go. The oh. other zero. This is this oh, is looking. Two more zeros this is down looking, below. Oh, and I got the play more post. Okay, so we want to go for the drops. Market zero. Oh. <laughs> oh, stay oh, away from me. Oh, 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 nice save. One more, one more drop target to go. He's, oh, I got one more. No more post, but he has a one drop target to go. Oh, oh, very. Oh, oh. oh sorry, around it. Okay, you get the post up. I'm post panicking. Up. I'm panicking. Oh, stop, stop, stop. Oh. oh, oh, you need a post. Oh, one, oh I one. got the 50,000, didn't I? There you go. Now you should shoot that last little drop target. Top I drop think target. <laughs> okay, here we go. Full bionic power. Oh, nice. there we go. Okay, now I got the thousand point. Don't, don't get. get no, lit. stay away from there. Oh no, come on. Post oh, up. I got the post. Okay. And now, oh, well, now he has a chance. Okay, to so now I can. Now I can roll. Oh, we're only on ball one. Oh, this is good. And those spinners spin like grease lightning if you get them. Nice, thousand points to spin there. And I already got fifty thousand. And now I just got three times. Oh, this is a good oh, ball. A good, At twenty-five. Ball okay, I need five times now. Oh no. Oh wow, nice save there. Extra ball in the two if you can get it. Okay. Extra ball on the, on the drop tires. Two more drop tires for extra ball. Oh, come on. No. Oh, that left that was a nice nice ball. Got about 150,000 points, I think, on this one. On ball one. Dr. Davies needs to step up and make something happen. At 164, I get 50. I don't need that. I'm going to need it anyway. I already got that one. Yeah, that 50,000 comes in handy. Oh, boy. Oh, the... the uh, that sucked. A lot of right lane. Yeah. A, that gate should open a lot easier than it does, because you need it. Okay, got the zero, got the uh, saucer. No carryover, right? No, no carryover. Uh-uh. Not even 20? No, unfortunately not. You gotta earn your earn your lunch here. Okay. No. I want to stay. No. I got one. Oh, hey, those got? lanes. Those lanes. Those lanes. That's good. Saucer. Another saucer. Yes, two times bonus. There you go. You need the five and a zero. I do. I'll go up top again. Oh, almost. I'll take that. But that's always a good consolation, you know. It is. But it would be a lot better to have a thousand point spinner. True. That's not easy to do. Because you not. don't want to. You don't want that ball going right to left or left to right. No, you really don't. Oh, easy. 
Yeah, okay, Dave, 29, he maxes out the bonus. I think it's weird that they don't use the 10 to make it 39. They must have ran out of room. Hmm. Right, normally you would see them use the extra 10 digit there and make it 39 for the bonus. I think... Like you like you do on Harlem Globetrotters? Yes. True. Right. All right. I'm going to go for up post in the center I there. Might, I, I want a safety. I look like I don't know what I'm talking about, but sometimes I do. All right, I got a safety. Okay, so he's got the post down again. That's what I wanted. Oh. Oh, and he only needs one target to get the start. Oh. And he missed it again and again. But he's not hit the uh, rollover to put the post down. Oh, oh, again I missed it. And you keep avoiding the post, which is good. Or, or the uh, rollover. The rollover. Okay, here we go. There, there he gets it. Got okay, it. okay. But he lost the post. All right. Okay, but, spinner shot. But you got the spinner. Out of there. There we 82 go. 82 to yes. 96. That's not a big one. That's only 14, dude. Got to put a little bit more juice on that spinner. Yeah, I do. And down she goes in the middle. Hmm. Uh, it's, I'm ahead of you, but I don't know. It's not a big lead. You got five times. I do. So I got 200 and something thousand points right, here. But you still. It's true. You're 60,000 above me. So I mean, I got to do something. I can't. I have three. no I have no carryover. 244 for me on ball three. 181 going into ball three for George. Hang on. I didn't realize this. That the carries, bionic thing. That carries over. I didn't realize that. Oh, wow. Oh, so I up. just need the five. Need the five. Yeah, that'll yeah, help I wish you I a lot. <laughs> tried to do that. Okay, here we go. Luck be, luck be with George. Let's see. Nope, not enough. In the saucer. But that's a great consolation. 5,000 first and then the multiplier. So that's not a bad thing. But i got to get 60,000 points here. Okay. No, too early. Too early. Oh! Oh! oh. No, come on, no! I, I missed you. Oh, I missed you. You just missed me. I know what the hundreds are for, but you're getting him anyway. Hey, it might get you there anyway just by doing that. Why is it doing that? I don't know. All right, 244 to 218. That was weird. That was weird. It's counting something. Maybe it counts these... By the hundreds, a thousand points going out? I don't know. No, I mean, sometimes the MPU on these things can be slow. I know on yeah. my Harlem, yeah. it's always catch-up because it's got the original MPU in it. I think, well, I think we... The, mo the more modern MPUs definitely don't have that, that... Are you sure on that? I don't think so. I think it emulates the same. Really? Yeah. It's, it's I never, it's a, I never it's replaced software. it. It's a software. It's a software thing? Yeah. It's, not a it's, the speed, way... it's not a speed and feed? Nope. It's the, way, it's the way the game... It's the way the ROM is written. The ROM is that way. Okay. I say we uh, I say we sign off here. We need to do a sign off. All right. You want me to start? I feel like taking some sign off. I got a head cold. <laughs> you want me? Do you want me? Do you want me to start? Sure, go ahead. I gotta think. This is episode ninety-eight of the Classic Pinball Podcast. My name is George. His name is Dave. And. This time of year, there's always time for a little bit of reflection and then looking forward. And don't usually get political. I wouldn't call this political. 
but I'm I'm very very thankful for the fact that we're able to get on air talk about pinball in our own words without being stifled because we live in one of the greatest countries in the world and I'm very thankful for that I'm thankful for my friend Dave and his wife Maureen and I want to wish all our listeners a very very Merry Christmas or any other holiday that you might celebrate Happy New Year. We're going to take uh, about a month off, folks. So this is going to have to do for the time being. Uh, I'm doing some traveling, and I'll be back. And uh, we'll get to the new year with some new episodes, and we're very close, Dave. Only two episodes away. Okay, well, we got to get ready for this big 100 coming up. we got some ideas that we're going to uh, – we're banding about a little bit here. But uh, wishing everybody a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And uh, be thankful uh, every day. And, uh, you know, just spreading the joy and good vibes out there, and they'll come right back at you. What did I ask you to remind me, remind you to do? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Right. Dave, how can people find you, and how can people find us? It's funny you say that, George. I have the idea. So you can actually find me at uh, pinballdoctor.com, all spelled out. P-I-N-B-A-L-L-D-O-C-T-O-R.com on my website. And you can also see our uh, all our podcasts on my website as well. We list them on there as well as my uh, YouTube channels on there. You can find my portfolio of work on uh, Dr. Day's Pinball Restorations on YouTube. You can find me there. Also, you can see all the uh, different uh, news articles about uh, the biz that I've done over the past 30 years. As well as the Channel 5 Chronicle episode. And uh, NBC Boston episode is also on there as well. You know, we went a whole episode and we didn't mention a certain somebody. And I want to thank him personally for content and being just an all-around great guy. Grant, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Grant. That doesn't mean we don't say Merry Christmas to everybody else. But he's been a contributor. He's been just a, a, a great foil i guess somebody to play off of somebody who tells us what's working what's not working just good honest opinion if you go to any kind of like youtube channel and someone does a comment and they say first grant will be first he's always there right away as soon as he listens to the episode he's like hey guys great episode i like this I like that this, you know so he's very uh, uh he's very n- interactive and number us. one number one fan so you know we, we like that we like uh grant keeping uh tabs on us and so forth back and forth so Have a Merry Christmas, everybody. Take care. God bless. I think it was good. What do you think? Yeah. I don't know how much of the gameplay. It's Lee Majors, the $6 million band. Santa, is there a back way out of this place? Of course there is, Lee. But this is one Santa that's going out the front door. It don't matter a hill of beans what happens to me. The world couldn't afford it if anything happened to you. Now you stay put. Oh, that's very nice of you, Lee. And Lee... You've been a real good boy this year. Yes, you sure have. 7 o'clock, Psycho sees Santa's workshop. Eat this, and only Lee Majors can stop them. The night, the reindeer shines.
charming as an eel, Mr. Grinch. You're a bad banana with a greasy black Monster, Mr. Grinch, your heart's an empty hole, your brain is full of spiders, you've got garlic in your soul, Mr. Grinch, I wouldn't touch you with a 39 and a half foot So the two of you, I'd take the seasick Baby. 